You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. What's up, everyone, and happy Wednesday. Today is Wednesday, May 17th, and earlier this afternoon, Several veteran Eagles players, including James Bradbury, Jason Kelsey, Dallas Goddard, and A.J. Brown, spoke with the Philly media and are at the podium with a presser that's locked, loaded, and ready for you. I am your host, Rachelle Prevett, and this podcast is brought to you by SB Nation and Bleeding Green Nation. Now, before the break, you will hear from James Bradbury. He shared his first impressions on new defensive coordinator Sean Desai and explained how he feels with Desai leading the way. He also talked about returning to Philly and he described what makes the situation in Philadelphia so great for him. He was also asked about taking pride in being accountable, especially after he admitted to the holding call during the Super Bowl. Dallas Goddard described what he's seen from Jack Stoll and Grant Calcaterra. He was asked about his first impressions on the new offensive coordinator, Brian Johnson, leading the offense. And he also talked about what he's still trying to improve on at this point in his career. And after the break, you'll hear from Jason Kelsey, who talked about how impressive it was to witness Jalen Hurst receive his master's degree. But he also shared that he wasn't actually really surprised because of the person that Hurst is. He reflected on the Super Bowl and how he processed the loss. He also mentioned that it was kind of weird recording the New Heights podcast with his brother, Travis Kelsey, but in a way it was also therapeutic because he was able to celebrate his mom on a national stage. He expressed that he knows that his time is coming to an end. He won't be playing forever. And so he wants to make sure that he has multiple outlets, including the podcast set in place for when he's finished. And last, you'll hear from A.J. Brown, who shared his reaction to Jalen Hurts' historic contract from a friend perspective. He talked about his hunger to become a well-rounded receiver. He also gave credit to Howie Roseman for being able to keep so many of the leaders in Philadelphia. And he touched on his relationship with Devontae Smith and how it's grown. Take a listen. So you're leaving? Oh, I thought so too. It seemed like you pretty much thought you were not coming back here, uh, coming down the stretch. Uh, how surprising, how relieved, how happy were you that it turned out this way? Uh, yeah, so I, I had a, a lot of uncertainty going into free agency. You know, I wasn't sure if I was going to be back or not. Uh, but I definitely wanted to come back, and I'm glad it worked out this way because um, it's a great situation here, and I love being here. For you, what makes it a great situation? Just the overall team, you know, the talent that we have on the team, um, the coaches that we have. Um, I love the calf. You know, it's always great food in the calf. I'm a foodie. Uh, training room staff, great training room staff, equipment staff, all across the board, you know. Uh, some of the coaches have changed. Uh, James, Sean, uh, new coordinator, DK, gets promoted. Uh, 
do you feel uh, with those two guys sort of leading the way for you? Well, I got to start off with uh, our DC, Coach Desai. Uh, seems like a real smart guy. Um, I feel like I'm a smart football player. So I love being around smart coaches that can kind of help us put us in position to make plays. And then DK, I'm familiar with DK from last year. Of course, he's an assistant DB coach for us. And I feel like he did a, a good job in that role. Um, and I definitely feel like it was time for him to have a promotion. So I'm glad that he, he's got a promotion. And um, I look forward to you know playing alongside him this year. What were your impressions when uh, Denard left? My impressions was, I mean, you never know how this how this NFL game is going to work as far as players and coaches. Um, so I was a little surprised when he left, uh, but I do understand it's a business at the end of the day. And um, I don't know the communication side on their end, uh, but I was a little sad that he left. You've uh, mentioned some vets before that you looked up to uh, covering the league and now you were placed to uh, play that role for uh, Keely and Jack uh, Reed. I'm looking forward to it. I look forward to, of course, like I've been a, a vet for a few years now. Uh, so I always look forward to the young guys that's coming in, um, seeing where their skill set is at, you know, and however I can help them. Uh, I know everyone's a little different. Um, and I'm, I'm here for help. I'm here to help. Uh, they're both really big corners. I'm a big corner, but they're, they're big corners as well. Uh, they definitely got size. And I know both of them can run. Um, so I'm really looking forward to like watching them go out there, open up um, as we go into seven on seven and stuff. Have you set any new goals for yourself? I mean, you had a good year last year, you know, pros and everything else like that. Have you, what goals have you set for yourself coming season? I'm just trying to uh, have a good season like I did last year. Um, I always look at interceptions. I had three last year, one in the postseason. So of course, I always want to add to that total. Uh, but anything outside of that, I just want to you know play well and uh, accomplish my assignment for the week. Big is it for you to be able to run it back with Slay and not go somewhere new and new coaching staff, new teammates, new scheme, all that? It's pretty cool. Uh, just being on the, of course, being on the same team again and being able to run it back at a possibility to, to um, you know, win it all. Being with Slay, a guy that I've looked up to since I got into this league. Uh, Meyer also coming back to play a Reed. I'm pretty fond of Reed. He's a good, he's a good guy. Uh, me and him have a good rapport. Job. A lot of the guys in the DB room, we have some great guys. Uh, so I was looking forward to coming back and playing with all those those guys in the room. After you signed, there was some uncertainty with Slay. Uh, were you talking to him during that period, or either way, were you kind of following that situation? Uh, yeah, I was definitely following the situation and talking to him a little bit. Uh, that's the business side of it. You know, I know it was an opportunity for him to uh, go on and play somewhere else, and um, I respect it. You know, he's a good player, and uh, he's done enough in this league to make his own decisions based on his whatever – he has going on in his mind, but I'm glad he came back. James, you mentioned the, um, the possibility of getting a chance to get back there and get over the hump. As you've been around the team now, any carryover from Super Bowl, hangover from being in that game, playing that long, or guys seem as motivated as you would expect them to be at this point? Yeah, it's pretty early in the offseason to kind of tell all that because, uh, of course, in time, during the, any of my years in the league, during the offseason, you know, you have guys that's coming off of injuries from the previous year, guys that um, they have certain injuries, but they didn't necessarily have to get, like, a surgery or anything. Uh, so their body is still recovering. Uh, still, like you said, we're still in the early process of the um, offseason. Uh, so I just, I'm just looking forward to seeing guys, um, you know, us get back in shape, you know, and start running around moving fast. What were your first and missed years that contributed no goals like that? Uh, talking about the Super Bowl. I'm curious, what do you think of that? 
I'm assuming you're talking about the other postcard, right? Oh yeah. Um, we're gonna see when that game comes, how I feel. But right now, I'm not even thinking about it, to be honest with you. Um, and we lost, you know. So postcard was really just. I don't know what it was, but I didn't like it. <laughs> what are your first impressions of uh, Sean Desai um, in terms of uh, personality and then what you saw him talk about schematically? Um, he just seemed like a smart guy. You know, he was able to um, teach the guys, you know, what all, like our philosophy and whatnot. I'm, you know, it's a lot of word, word, verbiage and stuff that's being changed around, so I'm having to learn that. But that comes along with being being under a, a smart guy. You know, he's going to have a good a scheme that's flexible and allows his guys, you know, think and also make plays um, when you have smart players. When you look at last season, James, you mentioned second-team All-Pro. Did you consider it your best season because you've had good seasons in the past? How did you sort of rate the way you played? I think I played very well last year. And, of course, we had um, – had a great team overall. Had a great offense. Had a great D line. Uh, so they definitely played played a part in my season because uh, it's a team at the end of the day. But um, I wouldn't say it's my best season overall. I feel like my my fourth year in Carolina was kind of like when I felt like my best when I was playing really well. But as far as accolades, I mean, you got to put it up there because I did get second team All Pro. Not to continue to bring up the postcard, but there's been a lot of chatter about you guys just in general this offseason, right? The Niners can't seem to keep you guys out of their mouth. And it's just a, a different set of mentality from that dog mentality, that underdog type of feel that you guys had last year to coming in. And everybody's talking about you guys being the target. How does that affect your mentality, you know, as you approach getting ready for the season? So right now it doesn't really affect my mentality because uh, at the end of the day, you know, no matter what, teams or other guys might say outside of our team, you know, we're going to have to line it up and play whenever that day comes. So no matter what you say, whether it's true or false, you know, you got to end up going out there and repeating and um, you got to prove it again. So all that stuff is in the past. I'm worried about having a fun offseason. And when that game comes, whoever we play, I'm going to be ready for it. You talked about the verbiage uh, changing completely, um, but there's been talk that uh, or the schemes that – the shot the, the side has worked in before and utilized before are similar to uh, the ones you previously had. How much of that will carry over and how much is new? So as far as we've learned thus far, it's, um, it's kind of similar. You know, c- certain things change um, in certain coverages. Uh, but of course, like when, we, when they install man, man and stuff, man is man. But as far as like the zones and stuff, we might play some things a little differently. How did you cope after the Super Bowl? I was just around my family and whatnot, so they definitely helped uh, me get my mind off of the game. And um, I'm the kind of guy you got you got to put it behind you. You know, it, it happened, um, and you, I, I'm looking forward to putting better frame out there next year. Do you take pride in, in being accountable? Because uh, you were after the Super Bowl, you know, very straightforward. A lot of fans were upset, but you were very honest and said, "I, I probably held them." Wish it wasn't called. Do you take pride in being that accountable as a player? I would say I definitely take pride in that. Um, I think it being accountable, you know, helps you as a, a player, helps you as a teammate, uh, even helps you off the field, you know. So 
uh, I try to keep accountability as one of my characteristics in my my tool belt. I'm trying. I'm, I'm gonna try not to lose that as I grow older and whatnot. Um, expectations for this year, um, you know, it's kind of the same as last year. Uh, this time of the year, you know, on paper we looked like we had a really good team, but uh, we knew we had to put the work in now, the work in when uh, the season gets here, all that stuff uh, before the season even starts. So. Um, even this year, you know, we look really good on paper, but uh, we got to get to work now. We got to uh, focus on the today, uh, getting better today, and just uh, improving on things we need to improve on and uh, carry everything that we had last year and just start it back over, you know, back at the bottom of the mountain. We just got to keep climbing each and every day. What have you seen uh, from Jack Stahl and Grant Calcaterra uh, as far as their potential and, you know, what they can contribute? Yeah, um, both of those guys uh, – in the stretch that I was out last year, I think they played really well. Uh, they filled the void. They uh, did whatever they had to do to help the team uh, win those games. Um, but yeah, I think they have a lot of potential and uh, I just try to teach them each and every day. We're trying to grow as a group. We're trying to, I'm trying to help uh, all the tight ends we have uh, just get better, um, know the playbook. Obviously that's kind of more on them. And then I'm just trying to be in their ear uh, with routes, with blocking, uh, the things that I do, uh, the way I see a defense, you know, I'm just trying to help them out. So. Uh, that if something like that happens again, you know, they can get more catches um, and then just continue to help our uh, team any way they can. It's very early, Dallas, obviously, but what are your first impressions of Brian leading the offense versus Shane? Obviously? Yeah, um, Brian really came in, stepped in, and, uh, you know, his first couple of meetings, he led them really strong. Um, you know, we got a lot of respect for him. Uh, as an offensive group, so whatever he says goes, and uh, he's been putting good stuff in the offense for us, and he's been uh, teaching us different ways to do things, and uh, I'm really excited to have him as offensive coordinator. You were on your way to Pro Bowl, 1,000 yards, all that stuff last year. Uh, obviously, the team had a great year, but uh, at this point in your career, do you feel like that's something that is important to you to, 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 put up, to get to a Pro Bowl to, or to make a Pro Bowl team, to have a thousand yards, those kind of things. Are they are they big for you? Um, yeah, obviously. Uh, you know, me being the competitor, I am the person I am. I, I want to be the best. You know, to make All Pro, to be a Pro Bowler would be you know everything everything you dream of from a kid. Um, but I don't put that stress on me or anything. You know, I care about the success of the team more than my individual success. So uh, whatever it takes to help the team win games, that's what I'm going to do. And uh, you know, if I get praised for it, that's good. And if not, you know, uh, let's just keep winning games because that's more fun than anything. What do you think uh, Dan Arnold as a fellow veteran can sort of add to the game? Yeah, bringing another uh, older tight end is good for the group. Um, you know, he's a good player. He's got good film, um, you know, and he's came in and put his head down, came to work uh, from the beginning, uh, you know, getting to know him more and more each day. But uh, having him in the room is fun. He works hard. And, you know, I think he's got potential. Just He's just got to keep uh, keep learning the playbook and keep getting better. Yeah, it was cool. Um, I figured a deal would get done and, you know, for him to be the highest paid uh, player at the time was incredible. Super happy for him. And, you know, just knowing that he's going to be my quarterback for the next uh, X amount of years is is pretty special. When you got a guy like him, uh, you know, he's got high goals, high expectations for himself, for this team. So uh, really happy that he gets to continue to lead this team. And I'm excited, to, you know, to follow him and uh, keep elevating everything that we do. At this point in your career, uh, what are you still trying to improve? Man, everything. Uh, this game, um, 
is so close. You know, every every person you're going against is good. They're getting better in the off season. Um, but you know, it's, it's the blocking. I got things I can improve on. Uh, the route game, my releases. You know, I try to spend more time with AJ and Smitty and uh, G Ward does a great job uh, leading like after practice stuff. Just uh, learning why the receivers are doing this on a release, uh, what the defense is thinking, you know, having Avante there with me, um, tell, asking him questions like what he does, um, just different ways to get open. Um, you know, I feel like this is a profession that you can never stop growing. As soon as you do that, you'll get past. So uh, really every, all aspects of my game I want to improve on. I want to get more efficient on the top of my routes. I want to get better at the releases. My hand placement on blocks can be better. Um, my angles can be better. So it's just, it's really nonstop. You can watch film and correct uh, something on every play. When did you start working with receivers to figure that part out? Um, it was probably a little bit last year, um, just talking with them, um, with the new coaches, um, kind of the expectation of our routes changed, the details of our routes changed. They made it more detailed and we had specific things that uh, coaches are looking for. So that just starts to hit your brain. And then, you know, Smitty and AJ, you see what they do uh, day in, day out, game in, game out, uh, just constant wins, um, you know. So I'm just going to try to pick their brain so I can, you know, elevate my game. Dallas, when we would spend time in spring training with the Phillies and ask them about the carryover or hangover from the World Series into the start of this season, you know, like the pitchers would talk about, you know, arms, we have one less month to get healthy. Does that apply to you guys in terms of, what you need to do to be season ready, considering how much longer you play? Uh, personally, for me, um, after the Super Bowl, I couldn't. I couldn't wait to get back. Uh, you know, that was the toughest loss I've ever had in my career, and uh, the only thing I wanted to do from that time on is uh, get back, start this new season, so we can uh, go out there and prove. I think if anything, it puts a chip on uh, the entire team's shoulder, and uh, you know, based on what we've done in OTAs. Uh, it looks like that's the entire team's mindset, and it looks like uh, we got a lot of guys that are super hungry to uh, try to replicate the season we had last year. Did you change anything in terms of the OTAs uh, this year? Um, I think maybe we started a week later, um, but everything's pretty much the same as it was last year. Um, you know, uh, everybody in this building does a great job taking care of us. Uh, you know, Ted and the strength staff, I feel like they have a great feel uh, for the players. They can kind of tell when we're getting fatigued and need to – uh, taper back a little bit or that when we're ready to go, they can push us a little bit harder. So um, I think it's just kind of a all-inclusive collaboration and it's, it's been good. You said the whole team has a chip on it. Is, is, is that something you guys talk about? Locker room, weight room, practice, or is it kind of unspoken thing? Um, it's kind of unspoken. It's, it's more just uh, you can kind of feel it uh, throughout, you know, when we're in the weight room, uh, when we're doing our conditioning after, uh, you know, it's, it's everybody's hunger. Everybody's, uh, you know, grinding they're working hard in there it's not you know nobody's content with last year and think we can do it all again just because we did it last year uh you can just see people working hard and uh you know focusing listening to the coaches and meetings looking at the details when we get on the field you can see that the meetings are carrying over to the field so i think that just shows uh that that we're ready to you know start climbing the mountain again uh Chandler always talks about he's still finding his way in the offseason Try to make him a better player. Do you still have that process from when you were a younger player to now? <laughs> sort of adding stuff to your off-season repertoire. Yeah, for sure. And I think uh, each year that I play, my off-season 
uh, kind of gets more in depth. You know, it's the more time I spend on the field, the more time I know what I need to get better at, what I need to improve on, uh, what I, who I need to work with. Um, so yeah, I think it's every year, as soon as you think you got something mastered, there's something else that you can work on and you need to continually master what you already have mastered so you don't lose that. When you talk about the chip on your shoulder, I'm curious how much Jalen, who we were just talking about, has plays a role in that. Obviously, he's a quarterback. Now he's the face of the franchise. And when we ask him these types of questions, he's always like, we've never arrived. Um, how much does his, I guess, his approach apply to the players in the yeah, I think uh, everybody follows Jalen. Uh, you know, he's a tremendous leader, and um, I don't think I've ever met anybody that wants to win as bad as him, does whatever he has to do uh, to put the team in, a, in the best situation. And uh, when the leader of the offense, the quarterback, uh, is doing that, it's easy for everybody else to follow suit and, uh, you know, just work harder because the, he wants success so bad, we all want to uh, give it to him, and we want the success ourselves. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Yeah, I mean, he <laughs> seems like the same guy to me. Um, I haven't noticed anything different. You know, still out here every day, uh, working out. Um, you know, he's always trying to get better. Even in a walkthrough in OTAs, we're talking through, you know, why do we go to you know, the will and not push it to the mic? Or, you know, do we want to do that out of that formation? You know, all of that stuff is still happening. And, you know, it seems like he still has a hunger and a desire to improve and get better, which is a necessity in this league. So uh, I have not noticed anything different other than um, actually nothing from him. Probably just an aura of, uh, uh, I don't know, uh, commas, I guess. But, yeah. <laughs> an aura of Yeah. Looking at Jalen in his offseason, I mean, yeah, he signed a historic record-breaking contract. He also just got his master's to be able to do something like that at 24 and also yeah. lead this team at a high level. I mean, you've been around a lot of quarterbacks. How impressive is that for someone so young? Yeah, I mean, you know, it's extremely impressive. And I think it's not surprising if you if you know Jalen. I mean, this guy is a no, you know, everything. There's so much such a drive on his end to always be improving and always getting better and to, and, and to making his time useful. Um, you know, it does not surprise me that he got his master's. It doesn't surprise me that he's turned it into the player he has 
it's impressive, but I think when you see him on a daily basis and how hard he works and, um, you know, there's not really a lot of nonsense. I mean, you can joke around with him, but at all times, you know, he's all about business. So, um, you're really happy for him in every facet and not surprised. Playing next to our new right guard. First off, uh, what, is, what was going through your mind when Isaac signed his deal? And yeah. What do you expect to see from guys like Cam, Tyler, and all the other guys that we brought for the spot? Yeah. Um, you know, Isaac is a really, really special player. I know we've said that here for a long time, and I still don't think people really truly grasp um, what he did for our room and um, me personally. Uh, I think he's. I mean, probably the smartest player I've ever been around. Really, really gifted physically, mentally, like across the board. So I think the Steelers are getting a steal. That's a good pun, I guess. Um, he, uh, I think he's one of the best guards in the NFL, and I think he has been. And I think he's one of the most consistent players I've ever been around, one of the most consistent people I've ever been around. So we're not going to replace Isaac. We're gonna, there's going to be somebody new in there, um, and they're going to have their attributes – they're going to excel with. And, um, you know, I'm looking forward to seeing who does a really, really good job with that. We have a number of content. I mean, the Eagles are always drafting people and bringing in talent on the offensive line. And it's something for me as an offensive lineman that I sure appreciate because, you know, it's a unit. And a lot of times it's only as good as its, you know, weakest link, right? And, you know, we've had a lot of really, really good players. We've been able to weather injuries and guys have gone on and had success elsewhere um so i look forward to you know being in the room uh going through this off season training camp um in season and figuring out what this unit's about you didn't get to see cam last year on field yeah you saw him behind the scenes can you play a little bit out there a little bit but yeah yeah cam is really really talented extremely physically gifted hard working i mean the strength to weight ratio that he has uh, is phenomenal. Very, very strong for his size. Uh, extremely explosive, smart, um, you know, blue collar, lunch pail type kid. Um, really, really happy. I, I think I speak for everybody in the building. Uh, you know, he was ready to play last year. He could have gone in there and done an extremely good job playing center last year. I feel very confident in that. And, um, you know, he's going to get a chance to compete at right guard and get a chance to play center still. Um, you know, the future is extremely bright for him. I think he can blossom into uh, you know, one of the best centers in the league easily one day, and I think he can play right guard. So, you know, we're going to get a chance to watch that so far. Looks great. We're only in shorts and stuff like that. But um, the sets and everything, you can tell he's been working. You know, last year he would play a little bit of guard and scout team and, and one-on-ones and stuff, but Obviously, as he's gotten reps, gotten used to a new stance and utilizing your hands just a little bit different, um, you can see he's put some work in this offseason. Where do you stand in terms of your health um, versus like maybe previous years? Yeah. Well, I'm certainly, you know, just overall health-wise worse than 17, but that's, I don't know if that's much to do with the Super Bowl. I think it's just added years. But um, you know, I feel good, large for the most part. Um, you know, have little nagging things that you kind of gotta figure out and take care of, and 
but for the most part, um, I feel good for where, where I'm at right now. I'm still strong. I'm still able to go out there and run around and move around at a high level. Uh, so I feel confident. James Bradbury and, uh, and Dallas were just sitting here talking about how they coped with the Super Bowl. Um, you went right into the into the podcast. Uh, I was just wondering, if it, did you find it like therapeutic? To, you know, it seemed like you, you guys yeah. talked about it so much. And did that help you kind of cope just having an outlet like that? You know, um, I don't know. It was confusing. It was the the Super Bowl was confusing because of my brother over there, mom on the field. You know, it wasn't. Um, there's a lot of emotions going around. Kind of happy for your brother, but also pissed off for you and your teammates. Um, I think it really set in probably the most a few days after the game. If I'm being honest, um, we really think about you know plays you could have had back and. And that game very easily could have gone a different direction. And you, you start second guessing every little thing that you could have done to make an outcome and a difference in that. Um, as for the podcast being therapeutic, I mean, it's therapeutic for our family, I think. And talking about like mom, I think all week, you, know, you try and block that out to a certain extent because you want to focus on the game and, you know, really um, just be there with your teammates. Uh, but certainly like looking back at it, you know, just an unbelievable week for her and, you know, to put up with all of our shenanigans for her whole life and get us to where we're at and then to be celebrated for an entire week uh, on a national stage. It was a really, really, um, it kind of hit me full go when we were talking about that on the podcast. So that was certainly therapeutic, but as far as losing the game, I don't know. And that it helped too much with that. I think, you know, just time and, you know, that's kind of just how it has happened. You've been taking it year by year for a couple of years now. Um, uh, you seem to be having a lot of fun doing the podcast. Uh, us on the outside looking in, all the other stuff, um, the broadcast boot camp. What, yeah. what sort of made you say, ah, I want to keep going versus all this other stuff. Yeah, well, and, and part of the reason I've started to do a lot of these other things is I know the time's coming to an end, and you know I want to make sure that I'm in a good position once I get done playing that I have outlets. And the problem is I just keep playing, so now I have all these other things going on that I kind of wish I would wait on. But um, you know, I think that that factors in. I do think some guys retire. I think retirement becomes an easier decision when you know firmly what you want to do. Um, but you know, I just keep coming back to what, you know, Jeff Stalin and my wife says pretty much the same thing, which is, you know, when you don't want to play, you'll, you'll know it. And you're, you're, you're going to firmly just not want to do it. It's not going to be fun anymore. And I always say, you know, I don't think that's ever going to happen. He's like, no, that one day you'll wake up and you're not going to want to do this. And I guess there's days that I don't want to do this. But I think largely when you think about it over the course of a season, everything, you know, I still really enjoy coming in. I still feel like I can do it. I still feel like I'm healthy enough to do it and I can do it the right way. So well, that's, that's pretty much the biggest reason why. We'll do a couple more and then we'll get uh, Alex Daniels. What do you think about winning the good guy award? I mean, it's an honor. I, I feel like it's, it's, uh, it's really nice, but it also means that I've probably been too nice to you guys. Maybe I'm overly, yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, you know, obviously, 
you know, I, I, my whole career, I've thought that, you know, um, talking to media members and doing press conferences, these are ways for you to engage with the fans, right? Not just to talk to you guys, which I enjoy, but, um, you know, you get to control to some extent what the messages that you want. And now that I have my own podcast, I even get to control it that much more, but, um, you know, I think that it's an important thing to, to, to utilize. And I think that to some extent, that's one of the requirements of being in this position is to communicate and to offer up um, things to, to you guys and to the fans. And I think that I've always taken that seriously, uh, even in times when I don't want to do it. Skipped out, I guess, on a few post-game ones when the game's been particularly rough maybe. But um, I think – you know, there's there's a level that I think is is required, and um, yeah, just to to do it right. This Saturday is the Eagles Autism Challenge. Last year, a fan shared a moment with you where she's literally crying. Does that ever get old? Does it ever get old? A fan crying to me? No, that does not get old. No. Yeah, I mean, um, well, obviously, you know, incredibly. Uh, thankful and blessed to be able to uh, offer joy and support to anybody. That's one of the the great privileges of playing this game. And I think that I've said this before, but I think we you know we this sport is largely like you're in the business of hope and providing optimism. And uh, you know everybody we got next we got we got a season coming up and everybody's looking forward to it and everybody's optimistic as we are. So um, and the Eagles Autism Challenge and Autism Foundation. Uh, they've done a phenomenal job um, in a short amount of time of connecting with Eagles fans and fans all over the country. I mean, there's people I mean, outside of the country that come to this thing. And, um, you know, to be able to, you know, offer support or even just, you know, um, you know, be there and have an interaction with somebody. And um, I think that all of that is one of the beautiful things that I get to do, you know whether it's at the Eagles Autism Foundation, the challenge, or, you know, out at a restaurant, you know, I think sometimes it can be overwhelming, but for the most part, um, you know, there's, there's few things that bring you, that bring you joy when you see how much uh, happiness you brought somebody or their family or something like that. AJ, we talked to Dallas about um, motivation coming back off of a Super Bowl loss and he said that he felt there was more of a chip on the shoulders of guys as opposed to any sort of hangover or carryover from playing all the extra football you played. How do you view it? Me personally, I took some time to watch and try to learn, you know, from the mistakes, you know, uh, not just from that game, just from all year, you know. Uh, but in terms of that game, just – you know, you just can't dwell on it, you know. You know, that's life. You know, so not everything's going to go your way. And at some point, you got to get off the mat and you got to get back working. And I think um, that's where this team at right now. You know, definitely had that chip on that shoulder, you know. But still taking it day by day, still earthy. We just, you know, building a house brick by brick. Jalen are obviously very close off the field. Uh, your reaction to his historic contract. Um, just to be sitting beside him, it's a blessing just to see it, you know, talking to, talking to him about it, 
you know, working with him on the side and, you know, and last last season actually helping him, you know, achieve some of his goals. And, you know, uh, from a friend's standpoint, man, it's, it's it's everything you can imagine. I'm so ecstatic for him. Um, he deserves it. Um, and uh, I'm just excited what the future holds for, for him. You know, he's a, he's a great guy, as y'all know. You know, he's, he's still that hard worker. He's still determined to be great. So um, it definitely didn't change him. You know, it definitely just motivated him, if anything. So, you know, that's what you want. You set a lot of career highs last season. Um, what else can you improve on? You said you were looking at stuff. You were uh, I mean, it's a lot I can, I can, I can improve upon. I won't want to name it, you know, uh, but uh, just – being a complete receiver, you know, I can always just, you know, work on getting in better shape, you know, so I can have more opportunity, you know. Uh, but just trying to be that well-rounded uh, receiver um, and do it all, you know. Um, I have goals of my own and, you know, definitely trying to achieve those. So, I mean, I, I, the sky's the limit. Did you change your workout uh, routine? Routine this or just go or did you work out with Jalen at all? Um... Not not necessarily. Um, as uh, we got back here, me and Jalen starting to crank up, crank up working out, working out and everything. But we just took some time just to, you know, work on the fundamentals of things. And he, he needed to do what he needs to do, and I need to do what I need to do. So, uh, like, the first week I wasn't here because I wasn't in a progression that I needed to be to be here, you know. And and so, you know, I'm here. And then, like I said, we're, we're ramping up, and we're in a good place right now. So, Getting up off the mat uh, and getting back to work. How do you know when it's time to to do that, and is it hard to do? No, it's not hard to do because this is our lives. You know, um, we're world class athletes for a reason. Um, you know, adversity happens. Uh, you know, I mean, that was a big one. You know, it's the Super Bowl, but you know, as athletes, we face we face adversity all the time. And um, even if it's small adversity, we face it and we have to deal with it. So, you know, we look at it in terms of I look at it in terms of it's just life, man. You know. Um, course you can you can want something so bad you know but if it's not your time it's just not your time man you know and get back to work you know I, I mean, don't quit because you never know because next time could be your time so you know we we one day at a time you know we're not trying to look ahead you know the season's far as a, far ahead but you know we working like one day at a time you were kind of you were going through it a little bit during free agency on twitter <laughs> um, <laughs> but now that everything is all kind of settled and and the dust is cleared how happy are you or how satisfied are you that you know the Eagles were able to keep some of those poor veterans as you guys uh, you know prepare to run it back um I'm I'm very happy you know how we did a great job um that's just me trolling on Twitter I'll just be having fun I hope no one takes me serious you know but uh but I'm, I'm excited because you know just keeping some of the core guys you know some of the, the leaders that we have is huge for a team you know you know we're trying to we're trying to build a, a, a really strong team that can continue to you know, win games and, you know, and that, and that starts with our leaders, you know, and to keep those guys is huge, you know, so. Basically like releases and stuff, just trying to, pick each other brains and um, we all working together. You know, that's the fun part about this, 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 this part of our, where we at right now, we working together and we trying to learn from each other. And it's the time to, to try things, you know, uh, you're not going to get blamed for trying stuff right now. And I'm uh, just trying to 
you know, sharpening, sharpening your iron. And uh, he's been doing a great, a great job, you know. Um, I'm excited for him. You know, the more he works with us, the more he's going to be moving around like us. So I'm definitely excited for that, you know. So the more guys to come work with us, the better. So. What's your first impression of, of Brian sort of stepping up and leading the offense as the coordinator? Um, he's doing a great job. So when my, my first impression, um, I was actually uh, – I was back in Florida and I was on a, I was on a Zoom and uh and I was like who is talking, and so uh but it was Brian man you know but and he, he's a natural man and um he lead, he talks all the time you know this is not his first time just speaking to the team or you know running the show but you know so um it, it's real it's simple but you know it just shocked me the first time I just you know listened to him on on the iPad. You guys expect to be kind of targeted more where everybody circles you on their schedule. And- mm-hmm. They want to have their best game against you guys because of the success you had last year. Okay, in in, in terms of a question. Well, basically, you know, do you, do you expect to get everybody's best effort uh, this year? And where where guys making a point, they want to play their best game against you guys. I'm sure, but that's something that you don't really need to like focus on. You know, it's something I'm not focusing on. I mean, I I expect the guy in front of me to to, to play his best every every game, whoever. Whoever it is, you know, um, it's a new season, you know. Um, we're zero and zero like everybody else, and we got to start over. And hopefully, hopefully they give us their best because they're gonna get our best. So. When you look at Devonta, when you look at Devonta, he was just on the outside looking in, in terms of being a Pro Bowl player, and mm-hmm. he put up the numbers that he did. Mm-hmm. What do you think it will take for him to get to that to reach that threshold? I think, I think. Uh, just collectively, the group just taking the taking the next step. You know, uh, we got so many guys and so many so many playmakers. You know, um, and I just feel like it's so many only so many opportunities. It's so only so many opportunities, and and you're just making the most opportunity. Man, he's gonna continue to get better. He's gonna continue to strive. You know, you know that guy's a great route runner, man. You know, uh, we were just watching his highlights in there from the from the workout. You know, just he's a really good route runner. So um, the sky's the limit. He's gonna keep, continue to get better. So. In terms of your relationship with him, being a teammate with with Devontae for a year now, how has that grown? Me and Devontae talk like every day. <laughs> Either we texting or sending sending funny funny stuff on social media. Uh, but he won't play the game with me though. He won't play Call of Duty with me for some reason. I, I must. I, I I don't think I'm good enough to play yet. So so soon, hopefully, we we, we keep growing our relationship, but we can run run a couple games. So. More to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high-quality leads, fast-closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.